Hi, I'm Mark Tross. This is Greatest of All Christian Messages, Part 2. Able to Walk, Acts chapter 3, verses 12 to 26. Father God, we come to you today in the name of your holy child, Jesus, and ask in his precious name that you would teach us your will and way so that we can go forward to accomplish your purposes in our life and the lives of others. Amen. And Peter, seeing it, answered the people, You men, Israelites, why are you so surprised and wondering at this? Why do you keep staring at us, as though by our own individual power or active piety we had made this man able to walk? Acts chapter 3, verse 12. What exactly is this it that the Apostle Peter is seeing here? The wonder and amazement, bewilderment, consternation, over this miraculous healing of the beggar at the beautiful gate. There is no gift or power of our own that brings glory to God, but in this case our Heavenly Father honored the name of His one and only begotten Son, Jesus, spoken in faith by Peter, and raised up, strengthened, steadied, allowed Him to stand, walk, leap, and praise God. To God alone be all the glory, praise and honor do His holy and precious name. Still today, people around the world deny, reject, and disown the pure, holy, just, and blameless one who alone can give them the abundant life here and now along with salvation and eternal life in Jesus' name. He is the source of life, the author, whom God raised from the dead, and we are witnesses to the fact. It is the name of Jesus that made this man strong and gave him perfect soundness of body before them all. Jesus underwent ill treatment, was afflicted and suffered, so that when we repent, change our mind and purpose, turn around and return to God, our sins are erased, blotted out, wiped clean, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. The Son has come to dwell in our hearts. Listen to His word, will, and way. Be obedient to His call. Every soul that does not heed the prophet, Jesus, will be utterly exterminated from among the people according to the word of the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 15 to 19, Leviticus chapter 23, verse 29. All of the prophets from those of Samuel and those who came afterwards proclaim these days. We, my dear brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus, are the sons and daughters of the prophets and heirs of the covenant. All the families of the earth are to be blessed and benefited by the seed, heir of Abraham, the seed of faith, Christ the Lord. Genesis 22, verse 18, Galatians chapter 3, verse 16. It was to you first that God sent his servant and son Jesus, when he raised him up, provided, gave him, to bless you in timing everything, every one of you, from your wickedness and evil ways. Acts chapter 3, verse 26. Let each and every one of us go forward in Jesus by faith in his name to proclaim the good news of salvation and love of God to all nations and peoples so that they can be raised up, strong, steady, stand, walk, leap, praise God, and turn others from wickedness and evil. All the blood of the righteous.
I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Father God, I ask that on the Sabbath day, we would enter into your rest, your peace, your fullness, your satisfaction, and that you would fill us with your love, your vision, your purpose, and your passion as we enter into your word, will, and way. Speak to us and anoint each and every one of us to speak your heart and soul to others in Jesus's, Yeshua's precious and holy name. Amen. Because of this, take notice, I am sending you prophets and wise men, interpreters and teachers, and scribes, men learned in the Mosaic Law and the prophets. Some of them you will kill, even crucify, and some you will flog in your synagogues and pursue and persecute from town to town, so that upon your heads may come all the blood of the righteous, those who correspond to the divine standard of right. Shed on the earth from the blood of the righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar of burnt offering. Genesis chapter 4, verse 8, 2 Chronicles chapter 24, verse 21, Matthew chapter 23, verses 34 and 35. These are the words of Jesus, Yeshua, spoken to the scribes and Pharisees, pretenders, hypocrites. Know anyone? Judge not, lest you be judged, but let us look to the mirror and see what the Lord requires of each and every single one of us. Self-examination is good, because let's face it, if not for Jesus, Yeshua, our self is in pretty bad shape. Notice how he is speaking to a group of people who really had nothing to do with the crimes committed, but as a nation, they were under God's judgment. We are a royal priesthood and a holy nation in the eyes of God today, according to the New Testament teachings. All of mankind came from the loins of Adam, and after Noah's flood, when every living creature was destroyed off the face of the earth, each of us comes from either Shem, Ham, or Japheth. Shem is the nation of Israel, Ham of Egypt. Understand that it was the land of Ham that held Israel captive before Moses came along and Japheth, who happened to be Noah's firstborn son. So if you're searching for the roots to your family tree, this should definitely get you started. According to the word of God, those who are born of God by faith are children of Abraham, the father of faith. Now, let me get to my point. Life is in the blood. Since the beginning of time as we know it, blood has been shed, and someday soon God's judgment will fall. Since the 1970s, over 400 million babies have been aborted legally here in the USA. That's right, 400 million souls knit together in their mother's womb by the hand of God himself were literally cut short before their time. Innocent lives caught in circumstances they had nothing to do with and no control over. Murder is bad enough, but the cold, calculated, cruel, planned death of the most purest form of life is beyond the worst of horror movies or our worst fears, because it is true, 
in a regular fact of life in this great, big, beautiful world we live in. Phil Kagey sings, Who Will Speak Up for the Little Ones? Helpless and half-abandoned. They have a right to choose life they don't want to lose. I've got to speak up, won't you? I have always said that God is a God of choice, but he is a righteous God and therefore will judge those who do not choose wisely. We as the body of Christ, Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua, must pray and do whatever we can to bring life, eternal life, to the forefront of our present existence. Please, to anyone who has had any part in any abortion, understand that this is not written in any way to single you out or bring more pain into your life. Unfortunately, too many of us have brought death to others in all too many ways and situations throughout our lives, including Christian messianic ways of life. We are to bring the essence of Christ, Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua, wherever we go, and my hope and prayer is that we would bring others into life in his name and death to the old self and sinful nature. Every unborn child is in the loving arms of Jesus, Yeshua, just as all who have died in him have his word, promise and hope of resurrection, and someday soon we will all, those who have put their complete faith, hope, and trust in him, rely on him, lean on him, be with him forever in love, in heaven, on earth, in the new Jerusalem, perfect, pure, holy, and blameless, because the blood of the Lamb of God has cleansed us from all sin and unrighteousness. His blood cries out before God's throne of grace and mercy on our behalf. All of us need forgiveness, God's mercy, the cleansing blood to be applied to our hearts and lives, if for no other reason, but that we are born sinners and only in Jesus, Yeshua, the name above all names, we must be saved. I don't care if you had a bad thought, said a hurtful or harmful thing, looked at someone the wrong way, physically abused somebody, spiritually showed the sign of the double cross, broke someone's heart, robbed, stole, or destroyed property, sexually mistreated another, or just completely and totally the best person who ever set foot on planet Earth. You need Jesus, Yeshua, today and every day of your life to bring the ultimate healing to your heart and soul, forgiveness for your sin. Life is in the blood. Apply it to your life and bring it to the lives of others around the world. Lord, only you can touch our hearts and change our lives so that we can be cleansed and purified to have communion and fellowship in you. So please bring healing of mind, soul, spirit, and give us the strength to go, do, and be all that you have given us this life for in your holy and precious name. Our glory begins and ends with God. God will make a way. But rather, what we are setting forth is wisdom of God once hidden from the human understanding and now revealed to us by God, that wisdom which God devised and decreed before the ages for our glorification, that is, to lift us into the glory of his presence. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. Although God never changes, 
He is forever doing something new in and through us to melt and mold us into his image and likeness. That old song, In My Life, Lord, Be Glorified Today, should be something that we allow him to do because his desire is to lift us up into him so that we manifest his love to all. Paul Simon sang, God makes his plans. His information is unavailable to the mortal man. But thanks be to God, his perfect will and way is revealed to us in and through his holy word, the Bible. Everything and anything worthwhile in this life begins and ends with Jesus. He is the first and last, the Alpha and Omega. The revelation of God is Jesus in all of his glory. The wonder and beauty of him and all that he has done on our behalf. He was lifted up upon that tree to die for sinners, you and me. We have eternal life in his name and therefore are called of God to go forward in him to accomplish his will and way. What a treasure he has given us. Such things to discover. The wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of God. All things are held together and found in Jesus. When I set out to prepare a message, it is not for the express purpose to entertain or to seek the approval of my fellow man, but to bring forth the things of God as revealed to me in his word, living, spoken, and written. Should I be able to impress any of you with my own words of eloquence or human philosophy and wisdom, I would surely play the fool. But my prayer and heart's desire is to give you Jesus in all his splendor and glory. This is God's desire, will and way, that we might enter into his holy presence and be so filled with him that all that he is, that we would be elevated in Jesus. The word of God tells us, as we lift Jesus up, God will draw all men, meaning all of mankind, unto him. So that should be our heart's cry. Dear God, give me Jesus so that I may give him to others. That scripture verse about no eye seeing or ear hearing what God has prepared for us, I have good news for you. He has revealed his wisdom and understanding to the church, his body, you and me. The counsels and purposes of the Lord, his knowledge, the mind of Christ, thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart are ours in Jesus. We should be in the word, prayer, communion, and fellowship with him daily in order for our lives to be fulfilled in him. The wisdom of this world is foolishness in the eyes of God, but his wisdom in our lives, in this present world we live in, can change the course of human history, and it is our job to reach this generation with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Nothing lasts except the grace of God and what we do in Him, through Him, and to Him. I challenge you to turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in His wonderful face. Get into Him and allow, it's our free will to choose or reject His perfect will and way for our own lives, Jesus to fully get into you. Lift up His holy and precious name and you will be lifted up into the glory of His presence and shine. He wants us to be that city on a hill, the city of God, the new Jerusalem, on his holy mountain to shine the light of light into the hearts and minds of mortals so that they may come to know him 
and receive eternal life in Jesus' name. No accidents here, growing the community of God. Lift high the banners of love, bringing our captives to freedom in the name of Yeshua, our King. Lift high the banners of love. Hallelujah. Sound the trumpets of war, fighting God's battle to victory. Hallelujah. Jericho must fall. Brothers, are you sure of your calling? Are you preparing this battle to lay down your life for the king? My frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and intricately and curiously wrought, as if embroidered with various colors in the depths of the earth, a region of darkness and mystery. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and in your book all the days of my life were written, before ever they took shape, when as yet there were none of them. Psalm 139, verses 15 and 16. He kisses the lips and wins the hearts of men who gives a right answer. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 26. Do you know experientially the reverential fear of the Lord? He is worthy of all glory and honor due his holy and precious name. Wonderful are his works, and we are created in his image. Does your spirit man, your inner self, know the splendor of the Lord Jesus? Speak forth the things of God and praise Him for who He is and what He has done for us all. Nothing at all is hidden from Him. Not only has He given us life from conception in the womb, but in Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, we receive eternal life. Each and every one of us as an individual is knit together, formed in His image, framed out and built up into Him as the body of Christ, the temple of the living God, the church, the bride, and ambassadors for Christ here on earth. God has a blueprint, a plan and purpose for each one of our lives, and when we get still, sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his words of life, he speaks to our hearts and minds his will and way. It is no secret what God can do, and what he's done for others, he'll do for you. Let him whisper in your ear something you can shout from the housetops. Whatever it is you are curious about, he will give you the most intricate details while in your secret and quiet place in time with him. Deep calls to deep, the word of God tells us. Even in the depths of darkness, God speaks light to the human heart and reveals the mystery of life and love in Jesus. When Paul the Apostle spoke of marriage, he proclaimed, I speak to you a mystery of Christ and the church, the bridegroom and the bride. Jesus loves the church. We're not talking brick and mortar here, but the flesh and blood-bought body of Christ here on earth, you and me. He is the head and we are his body, his hands, his feet, and his voice to speak out and proclaim to all nations and peoples that we have life eternal life in Jesus. The eyes of the Lord are ever watching us and loving us. He sees it all and knows it all. Each of us is shaped to conform to his image and likeness. God has dealt to us each a portion of faith in order for us to live our lives unto him. In other words, 
God has put his faith in us in order for us to be able to go do and be all that he has commanded of us in his word. His thoughts towards us are precious and weighty according to his word. They are real and have a substance in the spirit realm that touches the soul. If you could count every star in the heavens or every grain of sand on the shores all the days of your life, you could not fathom the vast sum of God's loving thoughts directed towards you. Want to be upright, in right standing, righteous relationship with God? Rebuke the wicked and all will be well. You'll find delight and God's blessing will rest upon you. Resist the devil and he must flee from you. But I'm not saying rebuke everyone you know who disagrees with you or the gospel of Christ Jesus. Sometimes I think we'd all be better off if we took care of the log that is in our own eye and lovingly helped our wayward brothers and sisters in the Lord out with a splinter in theirs. I'm talking self-examination here and not condemnation. We are called to love our enemies and to heaven just as Jesus lovingly captured all of our affections by his laying down his life for us so that we could have this abundant life in his name. Putting first things first by breaking up the fallowed ground, seeking first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, his peace, Jesus is our peace, and his joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength in the Holy Ghost. Examine yourself. Make yourself ready and then look unto the fields which are ripe and ready for the harvest. Build up yourself in the Holy Spirit of God and then go forward in Jesus' name. Allow him to work in and through you to build up the house of God and establish our one true home. Where your heart is, there your treasure will be. God has given us his heart in Jesus. We are the pearl of great price, but the necklace is yet to be complete and placed around the bride's neck so that she can be adorned and presented to the husband of her soul, holy and blameless in his sight. Allow God to touch your lips and anoint them with the words that he would have you speak to the hearts and lives of others. Beautiful bride of Christ, go out and win the hearts of men. Speak the truth in love and be ready to give a right answer to everyone and anyone who has a question of the way, truth, or life. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there is no other. Jesus is the way. Next time, we'll be talking about the covenant of love.